Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast, where I try to bring to you some educational and inspirational speakers, whether they're authors, you know, singers, dancers, entertainers, community activists, whatever it may be. We are really trying, really, like, really, like, really, 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 really trying to get the message out. I know, really? Yeah, yeah, really, we're really trying to get this message out. So join me on the Really Charlie Podcast once, twice, three times, four times a week, it all depends. If you want your story out there, just reach out to me. And I'll put you on the Really Charlie podcast. God bless. And stay blessed. Take care. Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie podcast. Today's guest is uh, Lindsay J. Grace. I'm very proud to have her on here. I'm actually trying to make sure I set up things a little bit better. Um, Had to switch to my iPad, get things a little bit better here for us. I'm going to try to set this lighting up a little bit better. But Lindsay, how you doing? Hey, cousin. Thank you so much for having me. You asked the question how I'm doing. Like I always say for my mom, blessed and highly favored. So thank you again. Uh, I'm so proud of you and what you're doing. So thank you. Uh, thank you. The, uh, it's, um, it's great to have you on here. Going to talk a little bit about you, highlight you. You know, hey, Joey Gonzalez, Joey Gonzalez, first one to comment today. Hi, Joey. Thanks uh, for joining us. Yeah, good dude. Hey, Lindsay Grace. Uh, I don't know who that is, but it says Facebook user, but hello, hello. So what we're going to do hello. today, we're just going to, we're going to highlight you from your days uh, here in New Bedford, playing all kinds of sports, basketball, softball, even baseball with the boys, you know, so basketball with the boys, we're going to, we're going to go into all that. You know, but um, the uh, I'm trying not to miss anything. You know, I'm trying to go based on memory because we switched locations here. So, um, but no biggie. I know a lot about you, so it's going to be a good podcast, great podcast, Thank and you. and God's going to make it good. So, Amen. Give him all thanks and praise. <laughs> yeah. So I wish I, I wish I could have uh, you know sent you a, a better sweatshirt. Uh, you know I'm a Giants fan, and being in Philly, I guess I'm an Eagles fan as well. But I guess uh, <laughs> I'll make sure to send you one. <laughs> that's this is red, white, and blue. That's very un-American of you to, to <laughs> talk. To talk that's about, just stir up some comments in this section. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know the the. The Giants are not any closer to the Super Bowl, you know. And <laughs> um, right. I, I just, right. you know, although, we're both on the couch. We're both on the couch watching, cousin. <laughs> I, I, I love their running back. You know, he's yes. definitely that guy's top notch. So, yes. um, 
If I can get him on my fantasy football team, I'm rooting for the Giants. Other than oh, that, I had him on my fantasy football team, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the um, one thing I want to start is uh, start the podcast off with is, um, you know, I, I was checking the record books in um, New Bedford, and I found out that you, Lindsey J. Grace, has the you you have the shortest road trip to school, you know, to the high school, and, <laughs> oh, and it's in, and it, it's in the Guinness Book of Records. You, know, <laughs> you you traveled less than a block, a block wow. you know, and and it's amazing that you know, and you didn't even tip the driver. You didn't even tip the driver bringing you to school for four years straight. You know, oh, you cousin, did. I can't hear you. You know, you're, you're breaking yeah. up, cousin. Oh, can you okay. Me? Can you hear all me? Right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. <laughs> let's, look, I'm messing up things here. You know, the um, let's 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 talk about softball. All right. So, your little girl growing up, you know, uh, and. What what made you start thinking about playing sports, playing softball? Who was that inspiration for you? Okay, well, first and foremost, I love your little segue um, for everyone listening. And thank you to all the viewers who's ever uh, tuning in. Um, again, I'm very proud of my cousin Charlie. Love him dearly, as well as my whole family. Um, first and foremost, before we begin, I always give all thanks and praise to God. Um, this is why we're all here. So thank you, God, for having me here and allowing me to be here on this amazing podcast with my cousin. Um, you touched upon something very funny. Yes, I did live across the street and um, I had the most toddiness as class president. <laughs> I was toddy every day. So my dad would drop me off. My mom would drop me off. I had gym teachers, uh, Mr. Gina. Uh, uh, Miss McLeod, uh, there's this other uh, plethora of people that would fight over to drop me off. And then not only would they drop me off home, I would get a ride to the softball field. So I think that was funny that you remember that, cousin. So thank you. <laughs> that, that, that's amazing. You could, from your doorstep to the school, you could hit a softball that far yes. and hit the school. Yes. And then you can go in the other direction. Let's say that's, you know, maybe right field. You can hit it to right field <laughs> on the side of the house and still go to the softball field. So it's amazing that you were able to run a, around all those bases and then you couldn't even run across the street. No. And I would always have an excuse. All oh, the power went off. They're like, Lindsay, the power didn't go off in the high school. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> It's amazing. I know, I know, cousin. But yeah. um, your question, uh, baseball was always my first love. Uh, I was blessed, first and foremost. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. Hi, Tyson Ray. My number one fans. Um, everyone knows my loving family. If it wasn't for their sacrifices and for me being born, I wouldn't be here. So, um, again, oh, love all of you and thank you for everything you've done for me and continue to do for me. So, thank you. Um, I might get a little teary-eyed because I'm going to talk about Auntie Mimi. Uh, my mom's sister, uh, eldest sister, and if I, I think I'm correct, eldest sister, who actually went outside in the backyard when I was two. Um, yes, I can remember that uh, very, very vividly. Uh, two years of age, and I would play, I would throw the ball around. I had my, my cap turned backwards, and I would throw the ball. And my mom said that she came up to my father and my mother saying, 
You know, she's she's going she's going places with baseball. So baseball was always something that I loved. that I was, you know, it was a God given talent. But I actually wanted to play basketball at University of Connecticut. But um, I played baseball with the guys, with the men, with the boys, well, the boys and then with the men. Um, it's funny. I'm going to give a shout out to Marcus Holtman, Isaiah Holtman. You know, Marcus always calls me legend. Well, they're legends. Um, Dante Balastracci. Um, I'm, I have a whole list because I don't want to leave anybody out. But um, Boys and Girls Club, Chiefs, uh, just with basketball, Tony's Bruins, Coach Tony Esteves, you need to get on this podcast because you're amazing. And more people like myself just want to thank you for all that you've done in our community and continue to do. Um, you took me on as a girl uh, with playing with boys. And I never want to play with girls because I was so used to playing with boys and I became strong, you know, not saying that women aren't strong, girls aren't strong, but I became stronger. Um, and I hope I'm not wrapping around. I'm just trying to remember everything um, for your question, but Auntie Mimi give her everything because she's the one that um, planted the seeds inside of me to be something. Um, playing in the backyard with my dad. I have so many stories about my dad. Um, my dad coached me my entire life uh, when I was a little kid. He used to, you know, be in the backyard. I want to pitch and that's what I was a pitcher. And it got to the point like I would always throw the ball and I, I just want to not necessarily hurt his hand. But I want to throw the ball so hard just to show like, dad, dad, I can do it. I can be just like the boys. Just just I'm working on it. And he never told me until I was older, probably till high school, or college. He was like, Lindsay, you know, you know why I stopped catching you? I said, no, why did you stop? He was like, because you actually hurt my hand. And I was like, what? He was like, I would never tell you, but you actually hurt my hand. And I was like, what? He was like, I did. I never wanted it to get to your head. And that's one thing that I love about my mom, my dad, and my sister, Tyson Ray, who's my number one fan. Hey, beautiful. Um, my parents and my sister never are, allowed. Are you, are you talking about me? Beautiful? Oh, hey, beautiful cousin. No, Tyson Ray's beautiful. That's the nickname, beautiful. <laughs> they never allowed. And my dad told me, said, the day it gets to your head is the day that I stop coaching you and will no longer be here to support you okay. and that went a long way with me and i've been blessed um and again you're going to hear that word a lot because we're all blessed we have the last name grace as you know graces and perries you know how how close we are we always been close um but in in elementary school i mean my dad got me with tonka tumblers i've got to tear up as well because coach toy toy forts who is like literally like a second dad to me passed away i took that very hard when i got the phone call from my auntie chloe who nicknamed me fam i'm called family because i love my family um and took that very hard because he taught me um you know how to become flexible how to use your body which then was a segue negated me to make sure i'm the athlete i am um, sure. My dad was now a bowling. So I went from bowling, gymnastics, uh, basketball, uh, baseball. I played volleyball in high school. Coach Neil Macedo, uh, Coach Larry Oliver. Um, how can I forget Mickey Gonzalez? I mean, I couldn't stand my name, cousin. Like it was, you know, he was always on me. Um, but he was a, a, oh, my Coach Gonzalez would be coaching in Division One WNBA. Um, phenomenal coach who I love dearly along with Coach Tony Estes and Boys and Girls Club. Shout out to Robbie Mendes, Dave Consatio, Sue, uh, Bernadette Souza, uh, Mr. Vincent, Cousin Charlie, man, with boxing, you know, he'd always talk to us about, you know, hey, you know, always aspire to what you want to be, what you want to do. So I know I'm going around in a circle, but it's being a part of our community. 
Uh, we're all proud to be Cape Verdean, Portuguese, whatever you may be, we're a proud community. Um, oh, well away, I cannot, 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 cannot receiving the sacraments, you know, being a church lector, Dorothy, Dot Lopes, ah, oh, you know, teaching me how to enunciate, um, you know, Sister Mariana, you know, we're blessed to be part of the church, being, you know, Cape Verdean, being Catholic. Um, my mom's prayers, I mean, there's no there's no other more God-fearing, God-loving person that I know in my life uh, more than my mom. And again, uh, and I'm going to mention all the family and our family because I want everyone to get their thank yous. And then at the end, I really want to say thank you for the Hall of Fame, uh, people that I wasn't able to because I was really humbled. I didn't expect people to go. I don't like as you notice, I'm not really talking about me. I'm talking about everybody else. Um, I I get nervous, you know, speaking about me, talking about me, because there's so many people without everyone, without, you know, Coach Russell Souza, who helped me with hitting so I was able to play professionally. Uh, Coach Harry Lowe, who allowed me to coach in high school at softball. Uh, there's just so many people I just want to thank. And if I do forget, I apologize, but I thank everyone. I thank you, cousin, the day that I was probably at one of my lowest and you you posted that Facebook and I was literally in my bedroom crying. I called you on the phone crying like, you know, people like you and the family and just friends, just like you never know when you need that. You know, everybody needs that person just to say, hey, true, you can you know, to speak those words, to, uh, sow those seeds, you know, and thank you. And thank you, Cousin Michelle. I know you're in the background probably listening, but love you too, Cousin Michelle. And thank you. Hey, I'm at my girlfriend's house. Oh, don't you. I'll come right through now. Philadelphia's only a five-hour ride. <laughs> hey. Uh, <laughs> no, hey, all joking aside, <laughs> we, um. I remember when Michelle and I were watching you, we were babysitting you, and we uh, we we dressed you up. Uh, <laughs> we we dressed you up in a UMass dress, oh. and, and uh, you were so proud of that. Why, why don't you talk to your teammates about your UMass dress that you had? You oh know? no, I, I definitely no, no Temple Hallway to you. <laughs> no, that was you were so happy, you know. No, 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 no. Yeah. We put your we put your hair in pigtails and you had a UMass, <laughs> UMass Amherst dress on and everything. Listen, if I have friends over here listening to Temple, never that. Yeah. <laughs> Cousin uh, Michelle, I need you. Help me. <laughs> you know, uh, well, I'm only lying, folks, to all that Temple alumni out there. You know, she never wore anything UMass. I always teased her. Yes. about UMass and Temple and and so on and so forth. But I, I love Temple. I grew up watching Temple basketball. So, and um, It's funny that you said that, if you don't mind me interrupting real quick, because you mentioned Temple. Uh, and again, uh, a huge shout out to Coach Kenny Soares, who's my softball coach in high school. Um, so love you, Coach Soares. Thank you for everything. Uh, Temple University was my avenue to college. Um, my parents couldn't afford uh, for me to go to college. Um, and through God's amazing grace, I was able to, you know, be considered a, a recruited a walk on. I was recruited at, well, now I can say this. I don't want to get anyone in trouble. My coach passed away. Rest in peace, Coach Rocky Pignoli. But uh, I actually got recruited at 13, uh, which is a major violation. He thought I was older than what I was. And when he found out my age, he said, well, that's it. I can't talk to you. Yeah. So long story short, after my dreams of playing basketball at University of Connecticut for the Huskies, Coach Dino Arama, um, I called 
Coach Rocky and I said, hey, is that scholarship on the table still? And he said, who's this? <laughs> I was like, it's Coach Jay Grace. <laughs> he was like, it's your senior year. You're calling me now. He said, listen, this is what I can do for you. Be considered a recruited walk-on. You get everything. And then depending on how you play, you get a scholarship. So a lot of people think that I receive a scholarship right away. No, nothing has ever been given to me. I worked very hard for that. So as a recruited walk-on, uh, Division One level, I received my full-ride scholarship for the next three years, praise God. But I became very, very close with Coach John Chaney, who passed away, which also took that very hard, and as well as Coach Don Staley, um, both both, both, both avid supporters of Temple softball at Temple University. Coach Cheney would come, Coach Don Staley would come watch us, but um, an amazing man, um, not only as a coach, but he had a policy which most people don't know and realize is that he gave a three-year scholarship. Um, the person I was dating on his team at the time told me, he was like, you know, I only have three years. I said, what are you talking about? You need four years to graduate college. He was like, no, Coach Cheney only gives three years because he believes in academics first. So student before the athlete, as well as coach Don Staley. She gave four-year scholarships, but amazing. Just amazing two people. That's why I love Temple. I love their philosophy. I love what they stand for. And Temple, along with God, first and foremost, has made me the person I am today. So, um, You tell your folks you were dating Bill Cosby? Oh, oh, Bill Cosby. You know, he called me little Rudy, right? I said, I'll be a little Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby, Mr. Cosby, oh, man, he would, he would be everywhere. He would be at all the games. Never came to softball, but that's okay, Mr. Cosby. But he yeah. was um, an advocate for, for women's sports, so which was great. And he nobody realized that he's in the Hall of Fame. He was a phenomenal track and field star, All-American, as well as a football All-American at Temple University. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Good thing. Um, that's a positive, you know, got to keep it yes. positive. So. All right, you go, you you start thinking about playing, um, you know, you play baseball. I watch you down at, was it Dyess Field, you know? Yes, there, yes. Where, where your pops, you know, cousin Frank. Um, oh. And, and then was it Joe Lopes, right? Coach Lopes, was he with us? Uh, I have it all written down names, because again, um, the Dyess Field signed up at T-Ball. Uh, Little League was with my dad, my cousin Franklin, who was a, a Marine, rest in peace. Um, so yep. he did serve our country. Uh, the Birdie and Bets, Pony League. But it was with, T-Ball was with my dad, Dr. Dana, and Billy Firmino. That yep. was the corner sports baseball for T-Ball. And my dad said I would never like the T. I would get mad. I would have like a hissy fit. Like, no, I need you to pitch to me. I don't want to hit off the T. <laughs> yeah, so that, I thought that was pretty funny, pretty cool. Yeah, you it's um those are great days i actually um there's no way what are you watching are you listening to something else who me yeah what's no i have my notes what's all that noise you know that background you are on the really charlie podcast you shouldn't be concentrating on tv uh instagram oh i'm near the things. airport cousin you're near the airport. Yeah, I live right next to, in, in Philadelphia, I live right next to the PHL, the airport. So what you're hearing is the, air, the planes. The planes are literally this close to my house. I have lines. Well, you, better buy, you better buy a house in New Bedford then. What's wrong with you? <laughs> hey, I'm trying to get back, so. <laughs> God willing. <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> so, um, 
I th- I think it was your dad, you know, maybe no, it was your, your uncle Anthony. He told oh, me Anthony. <laughs> he, he told me he came down to see you and you struck out four times in softball. What? So they started calling you Special K because your name was a K, you know. And man, no, my dad's nickname was Special K. <laughs> Let me tell you a little story about my dad. Yeah. So he would always try to give me um, insightful feedback about hitting. And so Papa, you know, rest in peace, my grandfather who served our country, you know, World War II vet, Army, go Army, go Papa, played baseball, was a very good athlete growing up. So the grace name represented, love him, miss him dearly. Uh, but my dad played baseball for the Verdian vets underneath Papa who coached him. Mm-hmm. And I think his batting average was like 1668, right? So when Papa told me that, I said, I said, Dad, you over here getting upset and you, you're hitting a 168. And he was like, exactly. So that's why I would know, you know, how to teach you how to hit. So that was funny. That was well, very funny. He thought he was bowling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the only way he could beat Tyson, you know. <laughs> yeah, oh, Tyson. Let me tell you, my sister Tyson Ray, for all you out there, and thank you for whoever, whoever's writing in. I'm seeing pop-ups. Love all of you. Thank you, viewers. Mwah. Love all of you. My sister averages like 180. I think one time she got a 210. Cousin Charlie, she beat you. She beat me. Um, my sister can bowl. <laughs> my sister can bowl. Listen, don't put that out there that Tyson beat me. I beat the oh. champ. I oh, beat oh the yes. Champ. My fault. I, Wait, I, I just got your text saying don't do that. My fault. I be- <laughs> <laughs> uh, she she, does, she loves her bowling man she really yeah. does and so, if you can see in the background um shout yeah. out to dr susan costa and tony costa dr susan costa actually that's my christmas gift she painted that so of all the female athletes uh basketball tennis baseball so if anybody's looking dr susan costa is a wonderful artist painter so yes that's her in the background <laughs> that's nice very nice thank you very nice. Um, so you play tempo, do great. You know, uh, Thank you. you introduced me to some beautiful teammates of yours over the years. Um, Cassie, my, my slugger, you know. Oh, man, she can still hit. <laughs> yeah, uh, give her, next time you see her, if you do, give her a big hug, you know. Yes, we'll do. And, uh, so. We'll do. She played for DePaul, man. DePaul University, big time Division One, made it to the World Series. Phenomenal, phenomenal athlete. Yeah, yeah, former home of Coach Dave Lato, you know. Yes. Not, not there anymore, but he'll get on. We're very proud of you, Coach. Very proud of you, Coach. That's we right. love you. Shout out to Dave Lato. Um, yeah. I was I was hoping he was able they they quickened that um, hiring process at Boston College, but you know that would have been nice, you know, for him to coach that. Would have loved that. That school kind of, you know, home of Keithy Francis. You know, that would have been oh. nice to have an, another New Bedford guy there at BC. Um, that would have been amazing. When he was at DePaul, he actually had a couple of Temple University transfers. Oh, so okay. I thought that was really cool. Um, so I thought that was, that's awesome. Coach, best wishes have you in my prayers because you're amazing. So keep it up. Yeah, it'll be all right. So yes. Let's see. Rhonda Perry said, yay, Lindsay. Hi, cousin. Cousin, Rhonda. Love you, miss you, cousin. <laughs> Got another athlete there, Dwight Majetti. Hey, Dwight. Thank right, you. Right so the um, 
Uh, let's talk about your favorite game at New Bedford High School and then your okay. favorite game at Temple University. Wow. Ooh, my favorite game. Mm. For each sport, because if we're going for volleyball, basketball, softball, or just typically softball, or what What would you like? Um, tiddlywinks. Tiddlywinks? Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Any, well, let, let's kind of – I mean, we can put all of them in there, you know, it, it, oh. because – what that shows is the type of athlete you was well-rounded. Um, definitely, um, Dick, you know, if, if they, uh, if you uh, let me say, if your father allowed it, your mother allowed it, you probably would have played football too. You know? Oh, I wanted to, <laughs> yeah. um, I wanted to play for, uh, I think the Tavaz had a team somewhat and down at uh, Buttonwood Park. And my dad was like, absolutely not. I draw the line there. Um, but I wanted to play so that my dad saved me. I mean, you know me, I was scrawny back then. Um, now, you know, I got the COVID weight, the winter weight, the, the all the weight. So but back then I was a little kid and my dad definitely saved me. Um, but let's begin with volleyball again. Uh, shout out to coach Larry Oliver, who coached me JV team as a freshman. And then I was able to play varsity under Coach Neil Macedo. Coach Macedo, he retired, I think, a few years ago. So amazing. Um, taught me a lot. Taught me a lot about volleyball. Um, I was able to play underneath his regime my sophomore, junior, and senior year. So the most uh, vivid memory that I have for us volleyball is when we beat Bonstable. Uh, as you know, Bonstable was a Number one, you know, state champions back to back to back. And we, we finally beat them one game. This was in the season, during the season. Um, but when we got to my senior year to actually make it on to, I think, the semifinals for states, uh, we were up two games. And if everybody knows, at that time, it was it was five games for the set, five sets. And I'm thinking I already have the newspaper articles going. I'm like, two games or two games up. All we need is one more, the best out of five. Oh, and all of a sudden, cousin, they came back and whooped us. Three sets, boom, boom, boom. And uh, the I can't remember remember his name. Who always did the uh, the sports section of the news? He would always call me Amazing Grace. And they caught me on the floor like crying, like I bawled my eyes out because I wanted the state championship ring so bad. Never even got one out of my whole career at New Bedford High School. But um, I remember just Coach uh, Neil Macedo just you know, put his arm around me and was like, listen, you gave everything. That's all I can ask. And for a coach to, yes, was he, you know, disappointed, upset, but never, never made us feel. We, he already knew we felt bad. So yeah. I took that coaching philosophy with me. Um, I remember those things. So thank you, Coach Macedo and Coach Oliver. Um, but basketball would be on the Coach Mickey Gonzalez. Love you, Coach. Uh, when we went undefeated. I played JV my freshman and sophomore year, and then um, varsity junior, uh, senior year. Uh, and Coach Gonzalez, we went undefeated. And I'll never forget beating Brockton, you know, the big three, you know, beating Brockton and Durfee. And it was the final game. Um, we had about maybe a minute left. And uh, one of my teammates got fouled and made their free throws. And then I got fouled and got fouled. And then uh, I'm saying, yeah, fouled. I got uh, Need in the in the thigh, which oh, it's the worst, and making those free throws. So we're up by one, and you know I was always the defensive. I was the hacker. Everyone knew, you know I was that goon that they sent in, cousin. I was the hacker. And I was proud of the hacker, but I was point guard. You know, playing with people like you know Rosemary Perry, my my cousin. You know, um, 
you know, we just we just had a bond that nobody could ever break. And that was thanks to Coach Mickey Gonzalez. Um, we were a sisterhood. And that taught me moving on to college, like how important we as we weren't even girls. We were like transitioning to becoming women. And a lot of times we as women, you know, we tend to nitpick and bring each other down sometimes. But yeah. he always helped us to cut together. We were a track team. We we could outrun anybody because that's all we did. Suicides on the line, on the line. That's that's all you heard. But um, he really that was important to him that we always stayed together. We would have spaghetti uh, dinners at my place or, or uh, somewhere else would somebody else would host. So it, I always remember those memories. They were great memories. And then last would be softball and the coach Kenny Soares. Um, let me just tell you a quick story. My dad was like, make sure you mention that. I was like, okay. So when I tried out as a freshman for softball and, you know, we had the freshmen together, sophomores together, junior and seniors, you know, at the big field, the varsity level. And, you know, I'm trying out whatever. And Coach Vaz pulled me aside to Coach Hammy. Remember Coach Hamlet? Mm-hmm. Coach Vaz took, took me and said, hey, um, Lynn, Lynn let, me, let me talk to you. Come take a walk with me. I was like, oh, okay. Did I do something wrong? Like, he was like, no, come take a walk with me. I was like, okay, just grab your stuff. I'm like, okay. He was like, hey, I got some bad news for you, kiddo. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was like, you, 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 didn't, you didn't make it. Wow. I said, I didn't make it. I said, what do you mean? Like, I understand I didn't make JV. I didn't make freshman. He was like, yeah, no, I'm so sorry. But I was like, what the heck? I didn't even make freshman squad? Now I can feel my eyes starting to water. I'm like, not even a freshman squad? He was like, I'm sorry. He was like, you're going to varsity. I said, what? I said, no, I, I don't want to go to varsity. Like, I don't mind freshman JV. You know, my friends. I said, I don't want to go to varsity. He said, yes, you are. You're going to go in the gym. I'm going to walk you and you're going to sit you know, with, with uh, the Vasi squad. So I go in the gym and I sit down and, you know, I never mentioned names, but um, y'all know who you are. <laughs> there was a, a few people that were like, what are you doing here, freshman? I said, well, co- coach said for me to sit here. They're like, no, get up and go with your freshman and sophomore, the freshman, your freshman. I said, well, okay. So I can get up, walk over to the freshman and I get yelled at. Coach like, then I tell you, go over there. I was like, but they said, she was like, you listen to me. I said, okay. So I go back, sit down, and I'm by myself. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then Coach Soares was like, oh, let's welcome freshman Lindsey J. Grace, um, you know, to the team, blah, blah. And he always called me Magic. That was my name, my nickname, First Base and Magic. And one of the seniors that was going for First Base was like, and I was like, okay, like, hey, don't get mad at me. I'm trying. And then at one of the games, she, that was a, one of the best memories that she patted me and lifted me up. It was like, love you you're you're thank you we needed that we needed a good first baseman to scoop up things and i'm sorry for the way i treated you and i was like wow like i'm finally part of the group you know you had to really push your weight and you know the first game i thought i could steal you know i was coming from baseball so i'm i'm stealing like i'm doing a lead off i'm not stealing a lead off you know like when you, yeah. you take the baseball and the umpire was like out and i'm like what? And I'm getting screamed at by Coach Source. Coach Source was like, Magic, what are you doing? I said, I thought we could take leads. He was like, this is softball. I'm like, I don't know. So I got thrown out. So my dad was like, make sure you mention that story. But um, when all said and done, New Bedford has always been a centerpiece of my heart with sports. I mean, our community is so supportive. And I've had so many memories. And I think each coach, I think all my teammates, I think all my family members, I think God always, first and foremost, I think the church, I think everything I've been part of, which has led me to who I am now. 
So thank you. <laughs> and shout um, out to the Girls Club. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Good times there, you know. Man, yeah. great times. <laughs> it, it, uh, Reebok, you know, the basketball Reebok on the Dave Consatio, you know, going, you know, to the um, I don't think it was I it was Brandeis, Brandeis University, getting to meet Robert Parrish. Um you know, Robbie and Dave and Bernadette Sue, like, you know, Mr. Vincent, Nelson, like these people are who groomed us, the kids, you know, they took us all, you know, yeah, whether you walk the West, you know, when you Potter Street, like it didn't matter, Bay Village, like this is where the dreams are made was in the Boys and Girls Club gym. I'll tell you that much. So thank you. Yeah, it's um, some, some I mean. It seems cliche that everyone always kinds of thanks, you know, the boys clubs all over the country. Um, And, and, but it's such a great organization and and great people. And, and you see that once those staff members get there, they don't want to leave, you know, they could probably go to, go to other places and, and higher salaries. But you know what, it's, there's something about being in that atmosphere that could just kind of keeps you, you know, keep you on a stride and, 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 yes. and, and a one kid after another, one parent after another that you're dealing with and, and you just don't want to leave it. I mean, I'm pretty sure if, uh, um, coach Consatio was, uh, had an option to go back and get the same money he's making now. Oh man. He be it tomorrow. He be there yeah. tonight. Yes. Be there tonight. And remember the summer leagues, cousin, the summer leagues, the camps, we traveled more being a part of boys and girls club than anywhere else. I mean, we got to see ponds, we got to see lakes, you know, bowling, like we actually got the bowl in the boys and girls club. If all of you that, you know, do remember bowling, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just, oh, and then playing the, the bumper, remember the bumper pool and the, the free throw competitions and, you know, all the games and the snacks, you know, I love my snacks, you know, the chips and the candy, like, it was lifelong friends, you know, that's where we all united, Shante Soares, you know, who's big time with track, you know, we we all were together, we were all close, Aaron Brittle, um, you know, like, all of us, Blair Ramis, uh, you know, again, Isaiah Marcus, uh, you know, all the legends in New Bedford who who have, you know, done great things. So Shiona Rose, Lashana Barbosa, you know. Again, if I miss the people, you know who you are. Love you. <laughs> That's it. Good, good, good roll call there. I like that. I love that you're mentioning people. Um, here's Alita Mellow. Mello, Alita. Alita. Love you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, oh, Aaron Campini's another one. Uh Dante Balastrazzi, like it list goes on. <laughs> list goes on. So you you're getting towards the tail end of your career at Temple, and um now you gotta make a decision what you're gonna do. And so the, the um you know, softballs is it in the it's now in the back of your mind. Do you think that you're gonna go on and move on, you know, and and you eventually do move on to another team after Temple. Um, but initially, I don't think you was you prepared for that. And can you tell the story about who approached you about, you know, playing to another level? Yes, it was actually, you know, I think everybody has that dream of going on to play professionally. 
um, you know, to end my career at Temple University, we were the, the first team to make it to the regionals. So we went to University of Arizona. Quick story. Um, all excited. We win the Atlantic 10 championship. We beat UMass Amherst. Um, this is, I mean, everyone's crying. Everyone's excited. Uh, you know, we dumped the Gatorade cool over coach. And I remember calling my parents like crying, like we made it, we did it. Um, and well, they were there, of course, but uh, crying with them. And, you know, then we find out, you know, we're watching the, the, the show, like we're doing basketball, like, you know, the, 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 was it the party, the almost like a March Madness, yeah. a watch party. That's what it is, a watch party. And I call them like, yo, we got Arizona, University of Arizona. Like we're going there. Like this is amazing. What like what a memory to go to University of Arizona, who's won World Series. The coach is the Olympic coach. So all excited. I call my parents. I'm like, hey, um, you know, blah, 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 this weekend. Got to fly out. They're like, okay. Cousin, why did I forget about the time zone? Totally gave them the wrong time. Now I got to call back. They're like, Grace, the time zone's different. I think it's like two hours. I know Cali's three, but I think Arizona's like two. And they're like, oh, my God. And praise God. Back then, like my dad was telling me, he's like, no, everything worked out. You know, you could go to the airport back then and just, yeah, yeah I want to go here and they'll get you out. Yep. So, um, you know, Auntie Shirley, my godmother, oh, rest in peace, Mr. Dearly. Monty Shirley was able to watch my sister and my mom and dad flew out and they were able to watch us. And, you know, we did, we, we beat um, a team, which is great. And then, you know, we got knocked out as dumb elimination. We lost to like the team that ended up playing in the championship anyway. So to say that, that's pretty cool. Yep. Um, at last game, I remember, wow, this is it for me. Like, this is it. Like, what do you do? Like my dad always told me, like, what are you going to replace that void with? And, you know, I really want to touch upon that. A lot of people replace that void with, you know, drugs, alcohol, some other things. And, find something else that you can put that passion in, you know? And my dad always mentioned that. He was like, you know, I don't want you to ever go down any path. He was like, you just got to replace that passion. So I was asked to do a, a clinic, a camp, and Natasha Watley was there. For those of you that don't know Natasha Watley, Natasha Watley is the best softball player ever. Um, the first African-American female. She was actually a track star. was going to, you know, go in the Olympics a track, but um, she's from California. Uh, but she does uh, softball and she was at the camp. I got to meet her. I got to meet everyone. And, you know, people started asking who I was, you know, personality, you know, the grace. And I got offered a contract right then and there um, to play for the Philadelphia force. And I was like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now this is, this is after playing for the Harlem diamonds that, when I got the phone call. So it was like the Harlem Diamonds, the Philadelphia Force, and then the New England Riptides, but I tore my hamstring, season career ended. Harlem Diamonds was, uh, if those of you that know, King and his court. King and his court was, it was five men. And they actually came to, as you know, uh, Cousin Charlie New Bedford, where um, Mayor Kalis, <laughs> it was kind of funny. Um, but no one could beat the pitcher, Eddie Ferringer, I think it is. He would pitch from second base, underhand, striking out, so many people. And the women decided to do the same thing. So they created a, a Harlem Diamonds. It was a softball show. It was just five of us. So you would have um, a pitcher, a catcher, two outfielders, um, and then you would have a first baseman, which was which is very difficult. You have one infielder, 
pitcher catcher and two outfielders or one outfielder, one outfielder, shortstop, first baseman, pitcher catcher. So you have one outfield that control the whole field. So talk about experience. Um, we traveled everywhere. We traveled via van. Um, I know cousin Charlie, who's amazing, always a supporter, tried to get me to New Bedford. I know it didn't work, but um, we we raised funds. You know, we played against baseball team. I mean, uh, uh, police teams, firefighters, anything to raise funds and awareness. Uh, so that was a great opportunity. When that came to me, I was like, oh, wow, me? You want me? Like, wow, that was cool. And then that's where Philadelphia Force got my name. And then they offered me the contract right then and there in front of like the whole camp. So then I got to play professionally under the NPF, um, which was a great experience. Got to go against Peaches James, you know, Stephanie Van Braco was on my team, Natasha Watley, Jenny Finch was in the league. Um, and then with the Riptimes getting injured of their tryout, but uh, professionally, like for people that actually go pro and play, cousin Bonzi, love you, so proud of you. Um, Marcus Wills, you know, um, who you know should have been the first in the NBA. Marcus Wills is a legend, you know. Rudy Bolga, these are let on Pina, you know, legends. Marcus Wills, like representing us in Cabo Verde and playing pro, like. Um, but again, cousin Bonzi, what he does, the the the, the amount of talent, the amount of hot, um, you know, we're always being told that we can become and do whatever we want, but people don't want to put in that work. And it's a lot of work, it's a lot of no's, put it that way. It's a lot of people saying, no, you can't, you won't. But um, it's getting, like my mom says, uh, depleting, deleting all those voices in your head that can become louder and louder. Um, so you can do whatever you want, you know, and they told me I would never play division one. They said I would never go to college. Um, but again, it's having that that small co cohort, you know, that family member, you know, the 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 people in your life that can tell you that yes you can. So those are my experience with that and you know it I will always remember. <laughs> so um great experiences. Um I love I loved you know following you. Thank you. Um I loved you following uh, me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's let, let's go back a little ways, you know, um okay. for senior year at high school and uh you know just yeah, your senior year, last part of it, and you're making a decision to go to the prom, and you go with Isaiah Holtman. Yes. So, Hi, did, you, did did your father ask to drive the limo? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny that you said that. My prom, um, I didn't get to enjoy any of my dances because, um, again, thank you, mom, dad, Tyson. They sacrificed. What people don't understand is how much my family sacrificed. Cousin Charlie, you never saw me any summer. I never had a summer to myself. My parents never had an anniversary, a Mother's Day, a Father's Day, birthdays out the window because we we're always traveling with Bay State Cardinals, Coach Teddy Lima, Nancy Lima and all them. Um, but we traveled everywhere. We drove. We were always on the go. So I'm going to my senior prom now. I'm in a dress. You know, everyone's like, what? Lindsay J. Gray's in a dress? Like, you know, because, you know, being a jock, you know, I didn't really wear dresses like that. So Isaiah's always been, you know, my date. Love him dearly. Isaiah, I'm going to need you again for the reunion, if you don't mind. Thank you. Call me. All right, thanks. Um, so we would go to the prom, and I get out. You know, I'm, I think we, yeah, we got the limo. We had a crew with the limo. My dad's like, oh, I'll take. No, you're not, Dad. No, you're not. But everyone knew Buffett already knew who my dad was, so it was kind of tough dating. 
you know what I mean? So thanks, Dad. <laughs> but uh, Isaiah and I got out, everyone taking pictures because, again, I'm in a dress. Uh, and then Isaiah and I had to do the first dance on the floor, and we're all, like, uh, like you know, nervous and stuff. But um, I actually had a curfew. So I was home before midnight uh, for prom because we were leaving 5 a.m. that next morning to go to, I think, Illinois. So for softball. So I had my nails, and I'm, like, trying to peel them off, like, the whole night packing. And remember when you came in the house, cousin Charlie, you thought someone broke in. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking for my uniform. Yeah. I'll like, tell that story. I was like, hey, hey, uncle, man, I think someone broke into your house, man. Lindsay's room's a mess. <laughs> Clothes all over the place. I was oh, like, man. I said, I can't. I go in the room and now I'm like, uh, I'm against the wall like this. So I can, <laughs> Make sure I don't mess up anything. <laughs> this is this is a crime scene now. <laughs> like, I couldn't find my jersey, cousin. Yeah. I could not find. I threw, as you know, threw everything upside down. End up finding it, but um, yes. So my prom was definitely most memorable because uh, again, I didn't get to enjoy it because it was always everything was, you know, sports my whole life. Yeah, it's kind of like loving basketball. Like my boyfriend was Spalding, or my you know my boyfriend was a softball or volleyball. Like it was always like. That's what I said. I always told Shanae that you know, your your boyfriend is uh, Wilson and Spalding. Yes. Hey, cousin Shanae, love you. Proud of you. Also, another hello, another legend with uh, basketball. Loved her A game. So you know, keep, keep doing well. That's it. She, Shanae, was just she was into it instantly. Five yes. years old, four or five years old. Give her a basketball. She loved it. Always yeah. shooting. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. So, and um, at that point that she was playing at the high school, I was coaching at Bishop Sting, so I missed yeah. a lot of her games, you know. So, I think but, I caught uh, a, a couple because remember, I was at college, but when I would come home, I would always uh, see her during the winter break. So, yeah, you know, always being you know that loud grace, but mm -hmm. uh, you know, so proud of her, so proud, proud of all, all of my cousins, all of them. Yeah. So. This guy here, Michael. Michael Kahn said, damn, Charlie, we are family. I am not happy. Now I <laughs> I have to sting away. <laughs> if you, <laughs> why don't you go down go downtown and go sing at the bus terminal or something, you know? <laughs> light a fire in a fifty-five gallon drum, you know. <laughs> I have put, your first five dollars, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Put put some Motown on your phone and start singing, Michael. Oh you know? yes. Love yeah. Motown. <laughs> I, I I had a good time on this show yesterday, and um, Michael Kahn's doing a good good things with Sports Connor, and um, you oh. know, thanks thanks to him, I got into podcasting. Him and uh, Ryan Magnet, you know, them guy, those guys coming on, on a weekly basis, you know. Oh, well, thank you, Michael Kahn. Nice meeting you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so all right, so well, cousin, you, I got to interrupt you because most people don't know the type of athlete. You was, <laughs> oh, you know, okay. I remember watching you, um, you know, my dad taking my sister and I watching you in the softball field. I've never seen anybody hit the way you hit, you know, uncle cocky coaching man, rest in peace, uncle cocky, but cousin Charlie watching you play basketball, but you're hitting. I remember you hit this bomb. This, I mean, for all of you that don't know, cousin Charlie was legit in softball. I mean, these are like 400 feet home runs. Like these aren't just little, Little league field home runs, so that always inspired me. Also, watching you 
um, with the love of the game and you being an athlete, watching you playing basketball like my dad, you know, my, you and my dad will always be playing basketball with his finger roll. He always try to teach me the finesse finger roll back, you know, behind the back pass. But, you know, watching you guys play and having that love and playing, you know, for so long, it, it's it was it was awesome and a blessing. So, yeah, thank you very much. Um, you know, one of my favorite teammates. Um, and basketball was is actually on his feet right now, and that's uh, David Consatio. And um, and uh, you know, so, <laughs> he, he definitely, you know, I like to get him on my podcast. He's always doing other podcasts. You know, he he doesn't. I I honestly think that he just stays away from me. You know, because I know the truth about him. You know, I know the truth. <laughs> I know the secrets about him, you know, and I, David, you need to get on my cousin's podcast now. Come on. Yeah. He, he's, he's slacking, you know, I want to talk to everybody about Coco Consatio. You don't know that story. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I, I, but, I'm, I'm rooting for you. I want the David. I want coach Tony Estes. I want my dad, you know, so pay it for like the bucket challenge. Come on now. I'm challenging y'all to be on this amazing podcast with my cousin, Charlie, really Charlie Perry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. See, you said it. That's good. Um, I got you cousin Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, David, check out David. He said, you better stop right now. <laughs> Whenever he yeah. wants. <laughs> yeah. We, we got to get him on here. You know, all right. Gotta, deal. And I know you said Alita said hello. Thank you, Alita. Love you. Um, I know she said hello. I, I don't know if I said hello, so I just want to say yeah. hello. We seen Michelle and I seen our son Kevin today. He looked great. Oh, know? okay, he good. Awesome. He looked awesome. Excellent. Yeah. So but happy. cousin, if you don't mind, um, if I can again not to uh cut you off, but I do want to just make sure that I give everybody a um, you know, a shout a shout out um from you know my mom's side of the family, um, begin with Nana, um, Ma. You know, Papa Norris. Um, we have Auntie Mimi, of course, uh, Auntie Hilda, uh, Auntie Godmother Shirley. We, we miss you dearly. Um, Auntie Dolores, Auntie Nancy, Uncle Junior, Uncle Richard, and Uncle Wayne, whose Uncle Wayne has always made it to graduation, undergrad and grad. So love all of you dearly. Um, my dad's side, of course, my Nana Fanny, uh, Philomena, um, my papa, Frank Grace, who passed away uh, recently, It'll be a year coming up. Um, you know, my uncle Pocky, Pocky Frank Grace, who, as you know, along with the Perrys, you know, established a lot, fought for New Bedford and, you know, the free meals with Black Panthers. So thank you. Um, uncle Ross, who passed away. Rest in peace. Um, uncle Anthony, who is in Florida, love you dearly. And most importantly, my auntie Chloe, who gave me the nickname Family Fam. Um, love all of you dearly and all my cousins. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. Well, great praise. Well-deserved praise to all thank of them, you. you know, because they were, they were there, they were there for your know, wellness. They were there for, you know, your yes. wellness being mentally, physically, you know, and, and, and definitely teaching you what you um, definitely know now, you know, and, um, so, but you got great, great, you know, intermediate family, which your mom and dad, very supportive of you. Um, I can't even joke around about you, you know, without, you know, you get that phone call cousin. Your mother, every time I joke around, she wants to punch me, you know, 
the frying pan. She always trying to hit someone with that frying pan. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, and, you get that frying pan. I'm like, oh, where's the frying pan? Would you keep it in your purse? <laughs> trying to hit me, you know. And, and, and she she was our she was my social worker, you know, years ago. <laughs> she pro- she probably stuffed me in a trunk, you know. Yeah. Probably- like, well, cousin, it's funny that you say that. So you know, my mom. It's it's funny that you, this was a segue. My mom never like my mom wanted to be a be a tap tap dancer, ballerina, you know the girly stuff. Well, when I played basketball, this was a junior high school. She would she would always be known for her heels. She always wore her heels, and the way she walked, you knew she was around. Um, oh, thank you, Mary. Thank you, thank you, Miss Mary. And she, I got hurt. I got injured. I was always getting injured because you know how aggressive I am. So I'm on the floor, and all you hear is. Ooh, Lindsay, your mom's coming. And you hear, and she yelled at the coach to take me out of the game. And he did. And I'm yelling at him, like, what are you taking me? He was like, uh uh, I'm afraid of your mother. And long story short, he took me out the game. I was benched the rest of the time. I said, Ma, you can't come to no more games. So she would come to volleyball and softball, but she would never come to basketball, New Beth and I. But (laughs) Tyson was always my number one fan, still is. So love you, beautiful. That's it. Yep. We gotta get your mother those uh like those cat glasses from like the fifties, sixties. Yeah. So she can look at people like this. <laughs> yes, we have to. Let's do it. Okay, I'm gonna look on Amazon as so we get off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the um I love it. So you you um so you graduate, play you know, professional softball, you do all that. You end up, you know, going to Lincoln, you end up coaching, you do a few things. Um, you know, where was you actually coaching after, you know, um, we know about, you know, at the high school, you know, with Coach Coach Lowe and all that. But, um, you know, later on the collegiate level, where was you coaching at? Yes. So great question. Um, again, thank you, Coach Harry Lowe, um, for enabling me to have that opportunity to coach at a varsity level with New Bedford High School. It was an honor. Um, I was then able to receive a phone call when I came back after the the pro circuit from Temple University to receive my master's degree, which is graduate school. So I had the opportunity to become a graduate assistant. Um, With that being said, it's two years. You're an assistant coach, but, you know, they pay for your graduate school. So I coached Temple University. Um, I was able to go back to, to my alma mater and become the outfield coach, which was an honor um, under the tutelage of uh, Coach Casey Dixon, who actually played for University of Oklahoma. Uh, so that was an experience. I received um, two years of experience with Temple University. I went on to do a speaking engagement, um, part of the Black Women in Sports Foundation, which is an amazing organization, along with you know YMCA, um, Boys and Girls Club. You know, I try to stay active and you know engaged in a lot of organizations throughout you know Philadelphia. But Black Women in Sports Foundation, um, I sit on their board, and they wanted me to speak, and I said absolutely. So I went to University, uh, I mean Rutgers University, with uh, Coach Vivian Stringer. Got to be in the gymnasium. I was like. This is Coach Stringer. Oh my God. So I'm sitting down, um, young, not really knowing. I was like, oh, I'm going to come back home. You know, I'm done with graduate school. And, you know, that's when I applied to become a state trooper and for, for Pennsylvania. And I'm like, you know what? Mm, I really want to do this, but I really miss my, my, my family. 
So after the, the, the athletic director at the time at Lincoln, the Lincoln University, Mrs. Dianthea Fordkey, who is like a, a second mother to me, uh, an amazing mentor who has made me a lot of who I am right now, like in regards to working, always having that boss at high. Uh, she missed it. Um, I think something conflicting with her, uh, her schedule. But lo and behold, I get a phone call. And I'm like, I got an email first and a phone call. And I'm like, I don't answer numbers. I don't know. But the email was like, you know, hey, I loved your story. I heard about you. Can you please, are you interested in becoming a division two coach? Well, at the time I was like young. I mean, I don't think I was 23, maybe 23-ish. And I said, huh? Like a head coach? Like, I'm, wow, I'm young. I don't have that experience. I was just an assistant coach. So I went to the interview and I was off of the job. And I was the youngest uh, female coach in history for Division Two. So Coach Lincoln, the Lincoln University, the first HBCU. Everyone thinks it's Cheney, but no, it's Lincoln University. Uh, I was able to coach softball and volleyball for two and a half years. And that's when uh, Ollie Johnson uh, and Rogers Gillespie, uh, for those of you that don't know, the Ollie Johnson uh, played at Temple University and played in the NBA for like 12, 13 years, 76ers, um Chicago Bulls matter of fact I owe you and Uncle Wayne Uncle Bobby of basketball I haven't gotten y'all signed by him um but he I did my graduate uh internship with them at the Community College of Philadelphia what year was that what's that what year was that that was 2007 to 2009 so now this is already like 2012 that we're talking about like two and a half years being at Lincoln so it took you all that time to get us a basketball yeah, <laughs> you know, life happens. It's coming though. Like my dad said, as long as you owe me, you'll never be broke. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. it's in the mail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's in the mail. But yeah, he actually right. drove. He drove all the way to Lincoln. Lincoln's like an hour and a half, cousin. And he offered me the opportunity to be the first female um, athletic administrator at uh, a community college. And I was like, huh? I was like, I'm not crossing over to the dock side. We call it in athletics because yeah. you're an administrator. Like I love coaching and I had fun. You don't, you have responsibility, but it's not like, oh, okay, now you're responsible for all the coaches and all the student athletes. So I went to the inter- interview. I was off of the position and the rest is history. I started community college at the, uh, I was at the community college of Philadelphia from 2012 until present. But to answer your question, coach 2007, 2009, Temple University. 2009 to 2012, because it was like the, the fall, so it was two and a half years, because I came in the, the uh, spring for CCP. Um, for two and a half years, see, well, two and a half years for Lincoln, volleyball and softball, and then, so yeah, Temple, Lincoln, and then Community College Philadelphia, where I'm an administrator still. Man, you are making a lot of money. You ever pay your parents? <laughs> you know what? Every Christmas I try to. <laughs> I try to use my best buy account. <laughs> you can't keep you can't keep giving your father a, a Burger King gift certificate. Yeah, right. Yo, they love their Burger King. <laughs> you're, you're never gonna catch up, you know. You you're, right. <laughs> uh, you're right. You're right. I know it's been um it's man, I still can't I have a lot of gray hair. You can't see the lighting is perfect. So thank you for this podcast. Uh, yeah. But I am literally like strand gray, like just gray, but I love it. And like what you said, it's funny. I want to touch back about upon what you stated about, you know, Dave Casatio, like, you know, any given opportunity, he would go back and I, I can truly say yes. I can't speak for him, but yes, because I know you're enlightening, you know, 
the best advice at New Bedford High School that was has been become my mantra is the choices you make today can and shape your world for tomorrow. You know, it's spewing those seeds of greatness into people, allowing our student athletes to matriculate to the four year to know that they have somebody in their corner. So I, I love it. Hey, Jenny, love you. Yeah. How did I forget Jenny? Jenny from Oello. Hey, yes, Jenny. Whoa, we have stories. Jenny is another person, what she does in the community. So thank you. Yes, yes, she is always, always volunteering, always doing yes. what she has to. And you know what? That comes from her, her family, you know that. Yes. That Amazing comes. family. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you for your service with her son. So I know her son serves as well. So thank you. Yeah, she just she just stepped in line, you know, as her elders were, you know, doing the same thing when they were yeah. her age and, and she just she got past the torch, so good job, yes. Jen. Good job, Thank Jen. you, Jenny. Miss you. Love you. Thank you. Thank you for all those songs when we were going Kajanga. <laughs> yeah. So, the um, so what's your next step? What's your next goal? What's your next um, inspiration, aspiration? What are you gonna do? Ah, uh, it's you know, I it's the question is amazing. It's a question that I feel a lot of people think is so easy. Um, you know, I'm going to use what my dad always says. I'm, I'm a kid. I don't want to grow up. Um, I do, but you know, I'm 38, praise God, uh, about to finish my doctorate. So, um, that was, that, that was a long road, <laughs> but, um, you know, coming up on expiration. So, um, through God's amazing grace, we'll be done with that. But again, I've always had the passion for, uh, law enforcement, you know, it's still in my blood. Uh, wherever God may take me, you know, to that next phase, or if I'm meant to um, be in higher administration, senior level administrator in a college level, like, you know, maybe become a president one day at a college, or, you know, stick around in sports. I know people are like, oh, you should come back coaching. Uh, it's it's hard, because just like you, my dad, me, like our families, like, we play hard. It's either, you know, go hard or go home. And mm -hmm. no disrespect to this generation, I can't speak for everyone, but remember, I'm a millennial also, okay? I'm the old, the eldest of the millennials. Um, you know, you just, you fought, you know? If you didn't get a bloody nose or a bleeding lip, like, you knew you didn't have a good game. Yeah. And coaching dwindled. Um, the parents are more so controlling it. The kids, and I say kids, because I mean, an adult shouldn't be, a man or a woman shouldn't be talking back to your coach if they're yeah. trying to help help you, you know, so it's different. Again, I'm just generalizing from the reason why I'm not coaching anymore. It just got to the point. Why are you watching your dad? Why are you listening to your dad? And I'm your coach. And I have a, mm -hmm. a, a pitch coach who played, you know, at that professionally helping you. So, yeah. Know, but again, if God calls whatever he has for me, I, I'm surely not going to say uh, no. <laughs> yeah, you'll be you'll be good at whatever you do, no matter what. I know oh, that. Thank you. Thank you Many very people much. know that. You know, Thank you. And uh, maybe you can go home and count uh, Tyson's money for her, you know. Listen, go ahead, Tyson. Your sister that, needs a loan. That's a full, that's <laughs> a full time interest. job. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and, and a lot of people, my sister is, I couldn't ask for a better sister. And I mean that. I love my sister to the moon and back dearly. Um, she is always my number one fan, still remains my number one fan. You know, there's no bad day with her. 
Um, you know, if I'm having a down day, like she will always lift me up with her smile, like, hey, beautiful. Like, you know, everyone knows that in the community. Everyone knows I, I'm Tyson's sister. Like my dad would be like, oh, I'm Lindsay's dad. Like, yeah, I, I'm Tyson's sister. It's not, oh, that's Lindsay's sister. No, you're Tyson's sister. And that, that's that's absolutely yeah. correct. So that's thank good. you, Tyson Ray Grace with the beautiful face. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's definitely good spirited and loves, you know, yes. she's gives gives me uh, text messages daily, you know, happy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, you know. And uh, yeah. I don't, I don't mind it, you know, but most of the time, you know, I, I, I can't call, I can't talk to her because she's calling while I'm working or something like that. Yeah. But at least I, I and she understands. To, she yeah, understands. I try to try to respond. Hey, let's let's tell a story about Tyson. We can't leave her out, right? Okay. Yes, I would love that. All right. Remember, remember in Rockdale West. And, oh. All right. So, in that that famous apartment infamous apartment not famous sorry <laughs> so we we're sitting there you know your 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 father's and mother's uh you know huge sectional we're all yeah, hanging out there and, and so um the funniest thing is that uh your mom and daddy say all right tyson Lindsay, Lindsay, you go to bed at 7 45 and tyson you go to bed at eight o'clock and Tyson gets matched. Yeah. I want to go to bed at 7.45 with Lindsay. So, yeah. yeah. I was Her dying. Like she was mad. She loved going to bed. That's yeah. fun with Sylvia. She's like, I'm going to bed. Me, I'm like, uh, give me midnight. Now yeah. I'm, I'm racing to go to bed at 7. <laughs> yeah. So, that's uh, one yeah, story I love. You can tell so. stories all night. <laughs> yeah. So, um. I have, um, you know, normally I, I, you know, I'm not saying this at the end, but, you know, I, I want to talk about this is um, I ask my guests every, every podcast, who would you like to see on the Really Charlie podcast? Okay. And uh, just, you know, give me one name, two names, you know, whatever, you know, but who would you like to see on this podcast? And maybe I can reach out to them. Oh, um, well, I already mentioned, you know, uh, Coach Tony Esteves, uh, you know, Mr. Casacio, um, my dad, of course, but uh, I would love to see uh, Cousin Rosemary Perry, love to see Cousin Shanae. Um, but let's go further back. would love to see uh, Janelle Ferguson, uh, you know, Christina Acca, Tiffany Goodine, um, nothing against the men or anything, but I would love to see, um, you know, those women on the show uh, just so they can speak or Raven Pina, like, you know, women that I looked up to, you know, as a mm -hmm. freshman, like everybody used to go to the games for Janelle Ferguson and, you know, Tiffany Goodine, um, Christina Acca, I think it's a Sammy Acca, but Sammy's the, the brother, the sister, Christina Acca, yeah. Raven Pina, you know, Debbie Souza, you know, these are like names that took basketball, volleyball, softball to the ultimate level. So it would be nice. Again, Rosemary Perry, Shantae Soares, um, you know, people like that would be, it would be really cool. Yeah. Rosemary, um, she's already said that she would come on. We just got to pick, pick a date. and um, That'd be great. Know, she's got some law studies to do, so I understand yes. that. And, um, you know, and uh, 
Janelle. Shout out to Cousin Rosemary doing her thing. Yes. That's it. <laughs> Very she proud. Yeah. So we're going to have fun with her. Um, Dave Consatio said, would love, would love to see her dad, Mr. Arnold Grace, on it. Yeah, we're trying, but you know, he keeps referring me. He says, hey, Tally, Tally, just, you know, talk, talk to my people, man. Talk to my people. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Thank people. you, Dave. Yeah, he said, people. people. Yeah, Dave's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave's the same way. He always referring me, hey, you, you know, call my wife, call my, you know, call my people. Maybe yeah. I'll go on your podcast, you know. You know, trying to get him on here with his with the ice crew, you oh. know. But you know, Dave's let me down. He he's just <laughs> and I, I always passed it to him on the court, you know, because I always I relied on him. I knew he would score, he would yeah. do something, you know. But I asked him to get a couple of individuals on my podcast, oh. like the ice crew, and he leaves me hanging. <laughs> and, hey, hey, Come he, on, Dave. Hey, hey, this is a story with Dave, right? I call his I call his house, right? And um, so I said, hey, Dave, man, what's up with the ice crew coming on the podcast? You know, he said, and he's like, oh, bad connection, bad connection. <laughs> I was like, Dave, I called your landline. You yeah, know, right. Uh-oh, you can't get out of that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> leave me. So, That's uh, funny. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I absolutely but love it. We got a few hellos. Glad you, you're doing well. Like he, thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Love y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wade's oh, Cousin Wade. Yeah. Dope Cousin Wade Allen's another one, man. Watching him playing basketball. Like, oh, he could go for days, but I'm very proud of Cousin Wade Allen, all he's doing as well. Um, so yeah. love you, cousin. You know, he was an athlete. Oh man, he was an athlete too. Yeah, well, one of my cousin great experiences, my great, great um, you know experiences with Wade was uh, at UMass. He went to UMass Dartmouth, but before that, he ended up participating in a track meet there. Um, and he he had more medals than uh, Jesse Owens, you know, at Olympics, you know. He's Man, Cousin Wade out fast. He's running that track, you know, so. Yeah, proud of him, yeah. Remember his he, nostrils? It's, yeah, yeah. Cousin yeah. Wade out was fast. If it had nails, you scratch his chest all over. Yeah. <laughs> It was fun playing with him and cousin Tamika. Oh man, she could play, she could ball too. But man, our family is just like full of athletes. Cousin Frankie played for UMass Dartmouth football. Yeah, so we I mean, we, we're we're stocked. We're very stocked. Cousin Romaine, can't forget my cousin Romaine, cousin Ryan. You know, yeah, they actually yeah. have state championship rings. So they got a lot. Romaine, he got almost as much rings as uh, Michael Jordan. You know, so. Man. The, uh, I like to get that crew, that 90s crew, you know, get them on here. That'd be you awesome. Know, you know, but we'll do it. You know, Dave great. says, great. Dave says, don't believe him. <laughs> I don't that, believe him. I, I, yeah. yeah, exactly. Really, Charlie? Yeah, Charlie, yeah. <laughs> that was perfect, Dave. That was perfect. Yeah. We got TJ Jules, you know, oh, my man. TJ Jules. That's it, my man. Proud of him too. So 
proud of, man. I remember bragging about DJ Jules when he would spot off. Remember when he would bring his uh, DJ equipment, you know, in his car everywhere. He'd be like, hey, wait, Alan be right there with him, lugging out the yeah. stuff. You know, he did our uh, reunion, high school reunion, 10 year reunion, because we're the same class. Um, but DJ Jules, keep up the great thing when you on 94.5. I don't know if you're still on it, but we're so proud of you, man. Keep it up. Keep it up. You had a small kid. He had those goals and aspirations and did it. So good job. Yeah. Make Is that my cousin? <laughs> and game up. Listen, you I don't want none of you guys playing basketball no more because I know how you and Tamika are. I'm ready. Let's listen, talk about Tamika at Boke. They were no, afraid of Tamika. She's legit. <laughs> listen, you you guys start making fouls where was <laughs> Yeah, it's a stat, but I don't want you guys hurting each other. You know, your family. Listen. Love and peace, man, you know. Cousin Tamika, me, Shanae, Rosemary, we can do this. Yeah. yeah we can I'm, do this. Yeah, I'll, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to podcast it. I'm going to have some all fun. Right. Let's go. Love you, cousin. Love you. So proud of all you're doing also, cousin Tamika. Love you dearly. And then I'm going to podcast the day after because I know you're all going to be hungover. <laughs> <laughs> now, we didn't say it was like, hold on, we're going to be playing as older people, right? Yeah. Let's get That's it. it. Let's get all it. Right. I know people uh, listening out there, we got the Shionas, the Lashanas, we got the Perrys, we got everyone. Let's go grab the sneakers. Let's go. Oh, wait, who are bullies on the core? Oh, uh, and I were bullies. <laughs> They're bullies. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Maybe just a little. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, That's funny. Cousin, before I forget, can I just give a shout out to um uh, first of all, I want to take this opportunity to um when I was inducted into uh, New Bedford High School Hall of Fame, uh the, the class of 2016, which I shared with amazing people. Um definitely want to take this opportunity to thank God. Uh first and foremost, my parents, my sister, uh Coach Kenny Soares. Um, Miss Beverly Brazaro uh, and my auntie wrote uh, my auntie Rhoda Purcell uh, for for just putting everything out there. Um, they believed in me and they put it forward. And thanks to all of them is the reason why um, I was inducted. Um, I mean, because their words and you know what they believed in. So thank you. Um, I don't know if I did receive the opportunity to thank you personally, but just want to say thank you. Yeah, thank you, Lindsay Grace and. Um... You know, it's oh, thank uh, you. This uh, Joey Gonzalez says, My Kendra doesn't have Facebook, but asked to say hi. I love you. Kendra oh, Kendra. yes, we can't forget it though. Kendra, I love you too, Kendra. <laughs> thank you. You're yeah. on the team too. Kendra on our yeah. team also. That's it. She's yeah. doing good things. <laughs> good, doing great things. She's uh, thank you, raised, raising a fine young man there, yes. Adrian. Yes. Um, so she's doing well. Good the, job, Kendra. Um, um, all right, cuz we, we can do this again. We can have a part two. Like I always have that open invitation for my guests that do come on. And um, to. you know, we uh we can do whatever. You know, you if uh Coach Staley comes up to Temple from South Carolina, man. Oh listen, love just, that. Just stop everything you have, you know, just we'll get your, <laughs> Put your phone in your hand. Deal. Text me. Say, hey, Charlie, coach is here. She's here. Right? And I'll just send you that StreamYard link. 
and we yes. do we do open podcasts like flash podcasts. Me, we're doing it, Coach we're Daly, and Lindsay. I'm a stopper. <laughs> and and Lindsay, you don't even have to stay in the background. You can stay on the side, you know, and and we'll like put this? you on it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, go in the background. Yeah, you know, doing all that things. You know. But uh, uh no, this was great because and I also forgot Kristen Gonzalez I played with and Rebecca Rodericks for uh you know the teams also. So I don't yeah. want to leave maybe Ashley Montero, don't want to leave too many people out, Kendra. Uh, but you know, thank you to everyone. And again, if I left anybody out, I apologize. You know, 38 gray hairs, but cousin from the bottom of my heart, love you dearly. I love you, love you, love you. Thank you for having me, cousin. And you're doing big things. I love it. You can always have me back around too, God willing. All right. Yeah, Rebecca and Gretchen, I like to get them on it too. Yes, and Gretchen, yes. Yeah, so, yes. But uh, yes. we're we're gonna do a lot, you know. Continue to do this podcast on, um, you know, someone had talked to me yesterday about doing uh, um, getting on a, a, another network. Um, thanks to Michael Kahn, you know, so I might be adding another piece to this. Oh, so we're doing all we can, and um, we'll go we'll go from there. So. Yeah. God bless. God bless you also. Thank you, fans and, and viewers hey, and everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget, you're thinking about buying a house, you know, uh, speak to a friend of mine, uh, a son-in-law of mine, um, Baldi Korea. Baldi! Yeah, you know, buy a house, sell a house, whatever. Make sure you reach out to him. You Thank know, you. I'm talking about you, Lindsay. You just, you know, that money that you got under that cushion. I got all my phones from Baldi, too, so I might as well get a house also. All right. Yeah, that money under your cushion. Just pull it out. It's your down payment. It'll be all set. <laughs> well, God willing, I would I would definitely reach out to Cousin Baldi. Um, right. Definitely. Uh, he knows what he's talking about, and I definitely trust him in regards to the house. But you didn't hear. I'm moving in with you and Cousin Michelle. That's fine. We You can take Tania's old room. No big deal. Okay. Cousin Tania, love you, miss you. You're doing big things also. So proud of you, cousin. But uh, I'll take your room also, cousin. Okay. Yeah, you could make sure you clean it just in case the police come in. I don't think it's a crime scene. Now you know I don't like to clean, cousin. Hence the way you saw my room when I was looking hey, for my uniform. No, that's, you know what? We're all set. Michelle's here. We're all set. Okay. <laughs> clean it. <laughs> all right. This was awesome. Thank you so much, cousin. Thank you for having me. God bless you. Love you. All right. Love you. Take care and uh, God bless. All right. Thank you. All right. Love you guys. God bless. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, cousin. Bye. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining the Really Charlie podcast. And our guest, Lindsay Grace, very, very proud of her. Um, definitely did some good things at New Bedford High School, Longo Temple. Um, Harlem Diamonds, Philadelphia Force, you know, it just goes on. Lincoln, she went on to, she's doing great things. And we haven't heard the last of Lindsay J. Grace. So continue to watch out for her and, um, you know, like to get her home. It's nice to be close to family, but we'll see. It's all up to her and what she wants to do. Let's see, tomorrow's guest will be... um, Shane Burgle running for counselor at large for the city of New Bedford. We will have him on and he explains to us and tell us why he's a good candidate for counselor at large here at, in the city of New Bedford. So another good show coming up. This was a great show. So glad to have Lindsay on here and uh, 
stay tuned to the really Charlie podcast on a weekly basis. Um, you know, once, twice, three times, sometimes four times a week. It all depends. Just trying to get your story out there. All right. God bless. Stay blessed. Take care.